the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one hundred and fifty bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you the Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Wednesday morning podcast. Greg Berhalter, head coach, U.S. men's national soccer team. They have officially qualified for the World Cup, is going to be joining us today for a lively interview. I am a defender of all things Greg Berhalter, fending off the radical sports fans of soccer in America. He'll join us in about 10 minutes. So reportedly, Frank Vogel, a good guy who's won a title, is out of a job with the Lakers at the conclusion of the season. Listen, this is an unwinnable task. When I can identify by the third game of the season, your primary weaknesses, no elite three-point shooters, too old of a roster to defend the three, and old expensive rosters mean more injuries and longer to heal. If I can identify that, three games in, Frank Vogel has no shot here. Let's be totally honest what the Lakers are asking the next coach to do. It would be asking an accountant to fix the books at Enron. There is no easy out 
wants Russell Westbrook, whoever okayed the deal, no easy answer for the next coach. Now, we know one or two things. Vogel's going to be out, and so is Westbrook. But you could put Eric Spolstra in this. You could put Ty Lue in this or Greg Popovich. There's real limitations here. Coaches, as you know, have no leverage and virtually no say in this league. I watched for years in Indiana as Frank Vogel took Roy Hibbert and Paul George and gave Chris Bosh, LeBron James, Ray Allen, D. Wade, coached by Eric Spolstra, fits in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I watched Frank Vogel go into the bubble, the only time in league history that young teams flourished in the playoffs and old teams eroded, win a championship with old LeBron and frail Anthony Davis. Don't tell me Frank Vogel can't coach. It's interesting what's happening in sports. Kevin Durant had ultimate leverage and power. And look at what he's created in Brooklyn. Since the day he and Kyrie arrived with the Nets, they have won 54% of their games. That's 13th best in the league. Aaron Rodgers, ultimate power in Green Bay. They now have the worst receiving core in the league. And LeBron James, as much power as any NBA star, and he and his camp wanted Westbrook. Now, he doesn't want to leave L.A., his family doesn't want to leave L.A., and there is no short, quick fix to this mess of an aged roster. Be very careful about demanding power because people with it generally use it much to their downfall. Listen, same shit, different day. You've heard about that? You've heard that saying before? Same shit, different day. This is same shit, different coach. There's no fix here. The NBA forces you to make trades with virtually equal salaries. You're just taking on bad contracts the minute you get rid of Westbrook. And so, you know, I've, I've told people there was an old comedian named Jackie Gleason. And he, at one point, he was as powerful as anybody on television, like Johnny Carson in the 80s powerful. And Jackie Gleason used to say, if you've got power, you don't really need to use it. People get out of your way. Kevin Durant had power. Aaron Rodgers had power. LeBron had power. Think about this. LeBron and Kevin Durant probably missed the playoffs. On any given night, the two best players in the league. Giannis lets his front office and his coaches and the culture do their thing. He comes to play every night as a great teammate. He has the best team in the league. Said it before, give people power, they're going to use it, and often to their own peril. Speaking of the Lakers, I don't think it's a coincidence that both Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson have attacked LeBron in the last week. I think the Lakers upstairs are tired of taking the majority, the overwhelming majority of the heat in this season and last season and have um, encouraged maybe a couple of their own to have opinions. I don't think it bothers the Lakers one bit that Kareem and Magic have come out to land blows to LeBron James. Listen, very few people get a career like a Kobe or a Jeter where you play for one team. 
I mean, good God, Favre at one point played for the Jets. It's sad. Uh, Elway, very unique. At one point, though, Patrick Ewing was part of the Orlando Magic and Akeem Olajuwon, a Toronto Raptor, and MJ, a Wizard. It's sad. I will say this, though. LeBron's career has been unique. He really put jet fuel on mobility in the NBA. The upside of that, you make a lot of money, you have a lot of leverage, and you end up playing with a lot of great players. You don't have to go through long down cycles like Kobe did with the Lakers. But there is a downside to that and that you never really have a team you call home. I mean, he's bailed on Cleveland twice. He grew up in Akron. And so you would never find the Lakers trying to trash Magic Johnson like this or Kobe Bryant, right? Like there's an understanding Jeter is a Yankee forever, even if at one point he owned part of the Marlins. The downside to being really mobile, and I can attest to this because I bounced all over the country, what do you call home? What's home? I don't have a home. Home now is in LA. I just moved here seven years ago. And so LeBron has had this leverage and this mobility and this power, and it's got clear upside. You just get to play with more great players. You don't have to go through long down cycles. But the counter to that is who's really got your back? Pat Riley felt burned. The owner of the Cavs twice felt burned. Members of the team, D. Wade, felt a little burned. And now the Lakers, back-to-back ugly seasons, feel scorched. Mobility, the highs are high, but you can feel abandoned very quick if things go sideways. Nobody truly has your back. It apparently made a few people upset when I suggested the reason the Rams have so many high-priced stars and other teams can't afford them is the Rams have smarter people running their organization. Let me give you an example. The Chicago Bears, my sources have told me for years that upstairs, the Bears don't know what they're doing. So the Bears don't pay their quarterback, Justin Fields. They don't pay Mooney, their best young receiver. They don't have a top five highest paid offensive lineman. Yet they had to let go of Allen Robinson, Kyle Fuller, and Khalil Mack in the last couple of years. Who are they paying? The Rams have top of the market Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, Bobby Wagner. And they're still, still trying to make deals. They bring in Allen Robinson, despite that, who will now be one of the higher paid number two receivers in the NFL. Guys don't like to hear this. So much about guys is respect and their professional success. 5% of guys are smarter. Elon Musk is smarter than anybody in his industry. Steve Jobs was. Reed Hastings at Netflix. I know it drives people crazy. The Rams have a smarter owner, a smarter GM, a smarter coach than virtually everybody in the league. You start looking at the Giants and the Chicago Bears. They're not paying their quarterbacks and they're not in on any top free agent signings. Think about the Bears. They had to let their best receiver, their best pass rusher, and their best corner go in the last two years. Who in the hell are they paying? It's all jammed up in their front seven defensively in a league where increasingly linebackers are a limited leverage unit. I mean, the Rams and Bengals get to the Super Bowl both the weakest parts of their teams 
were linebacking cores. And in the Bengals case, O-line and linebacking cores. I know it drives people nuts, but the NFL has very few elite front offices and quarterbacks and O-lines and owners and GMs. The Rams have hit the trifecta. Coach, GM, owner, all top 2%. Use the Bears as an example of the gap between how each franchise can manipulate the salary cap. It's got a hard floor. It's a hard cap. Look at how the Rams manipulate it and how the Bears are overwhelmed by it. So uh, Greg Berhalter does not need my support as head coach of the U.S. men's national soccer team since 2018. But I often find myself in the crosshairs of the crazies on the Internet. Um, we have a history in this country is when the U.S. wins, the players are amazing. And when they lose, the coach is a bum. And Greg has to have seen some of this. And I have come to his defense many times. And again, he doesn't need it. But one of the uh, criticisms that I find really remarkable is, and I do think you've done a remarkable job with this, but you inherited a culture that was adrift, a roster that was aging. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't feel like outside of Christian Pulisic, I didn't know what we were. So let's go to this. When you first take it over your first six weeks, what was your primary mission? Right. Just just like you're taking over a college basketball or football program. What did you identify is a problem that you needed to fix, Greg, quickly? It's a great question. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of time before my first meeting with the players just doing background and, and talking to a number of players, talking to a number of coaches and trying to figure out exactly what was wrong, reflecting on my own playing days with the national team. Um, and what it came down to, Colin, it, it was pretty clear that they just lacked a vision. The program lacked something to, to latch on to and say, okay, you know, no, through good and bad, we know through sacrifice, through hard times, you know, we can always just align towards achieving this vision. And they lacked that. So for us as a staff, it was creating this vision of where we want to take the program. And then say, okay, guys, if we say we want to do this, what is it going to take? What are you willing to sacrifice to, to do it? And um, I think that was impactful. And we've been really intentional about, you know, hammering home similar messages and, and you know, creating values and, and things that we stand for as a group. And, and that, that process has been um, gratifying. And I think that process has helped us in qualifying for sure. Like any sport, you need your star to buy in. How long for Christian Pulisic that you felt a buy-in? You know, I, I think with Christian, you know, my initial meeting with him, I immediately saw a spark in his eye and, and there was, you know, there was acceptance. But like anything, um, it, it's easier said than done. And I think it did take a while um, just because everyone had a hangover from 2018 and everyone wants to win right away. But I knew it was going to take some time before this group to, could really get to where it needed to, to get to because of our age, because of our inexperience. Um, so, you know, he's the, the first thing I'd say about Christian for being such a big star, he's the most humble down to earth, you know, well-meaning person that you can come in contact with. So that's a great starting point. 
but like anyone, he wants to be successful. He wants to win on the field. And um, so, you know, I think that the real change started, I guess, in, in last summer when, you know, when we won the Nations League, that the, the players believed it was possible. Golf's first major is a tradition unlike any other. Right now, new customers at FanDuel can get 30 to 1 odds on Jordan Spieth, four-time major winner Rory McIlroy, 2020 champ Dustin Johnson to make the cut at Augusta. That's right. If any of those guys make the cut, you win big. I'll take, yep, Dustin Johnson as my pick to stick around for the weekend. Obviously, the story of the weekend is Tiger's return. I like him to finish. How about top 20? There's no better time to get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook. It's easy to use. So many different betting options. When you win, you get paid fast. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 30 to 1 odds on Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, or Dustin Johnson to just make the cut at Augusta. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Greg, I, I feel like we're in, there's four stages in my opinion, and you can slice and dice these up and push back, but four stages in soccer. The first stage was my childhood. Kyle wrote Junior's a star. We don't have elite international players. We're welcoming the sport to America. Um, we have some athletes but we don't have high skill. The second stage to me is Landon Donovan Dempsey, uh, 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 Clinton Dempsey. It is um, tough. Some guys getting international opportunities, capable of making the World Cup and winning a match. I do think we've moved into a third stage. Multiple players good enough to play internationally can occasionally be very effective internationally. The fourth stage is can win the World Cup. I don't think we're there. I think as Winston Churchill said, too bad youth is wasted on the young. I think we're really, really young. young. Mm-hmm. How concerned are you about that? Now, you got some pushback because you would play some older MLS players. And my takeaway was, well, you're doing that for the obvious reasons. Your skill level's really good by U.S. men's historic standards. But we've got kids here. Um, when I talk about stage three, as skilled as we've ever been, but boy, we lack some World Cup experience. Do, do you, is, is that a concern? Not really, because we've gone all in in this generation of players. And, you know, we'll be the youngest team in the World Cup. And it's going to be about gaining valuable experience while trying to compete and while trying to, to go as far as we've ever gone before. And, the good thing about it is we have guys, young players that are playing in the Champions League. They know what it's like to, to win. They know what it's like to win big games. They have high demands from their clubs to win big games. And it's, not, it's no different with us. We're going to be in a, in a very similar situation. So I think that um, you know, this, this World Cup, I think, is going to be a great experience for the group. Um, you know, we're going to be pushing. Sometimes I think if you don't know any better, you can go out and do it. Right. But once you realize what it takes, it's harder. Right. Um, so, so that may be in our benefit as well, but, um, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting for sure. Listen, uh, you're in a group with England, Iran, this may be Iran's best team, a Euro playoff winner. Um, the English press said it was the easiest group, kind of a shot at your, at your team. How did you take that? I think it's typical. Um, you know, when you, when you actually, if you look at the FIFA rankings, um, if 
if Wales makes it as well, we'll have the hardest group by FIFA rankings. Um, if you add up all the numbers, right. So, but it's, but I can understand, you know, the English press are what they are. You know, we, we don't have that respect yet from the English press and that's fine, you know, because we're going to have to earn that respect. And the, the world cup is a platform to do that. You know, you know, you have, you know, Gio Reyna, Christian Pulisic, uh, you know, Weston McKinney. McKinney had an injury. I, I, I know a handful of people in the soccer press here in the States, uh, but I'm going to rely on you on this. Um, as, a, as somebody who watches from outside the bubble, I, sometimes my interpretation of Weston McKinney is he is viewed as uh, uh, more difficult and and I think to myself, well, what what does that mean? I mean, I got I got six kids in my life. They're all difficult. Okay, give me the straight skinny on Weston McKinney. Um, where is he at injury wise? Will he be on the World Cup roster? Is he difficult? And and that may not be a criticism. Most great players come with a sense of power and a point of view. Yeah. Um, so Weston. You know, barring any re-injury, you know, he's he's he has a, a very good chance to be on the World Cup team. He's an absolute star. Um, when you talk about the, you know, the difficult side of it, and this is something common, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy we're talking about it. But because we have such a young team, you know, there's bound to be some mistakes along the way. Right. There's bound to be times where these guys mess up. And that's all part of it. And, and, and in Weston's case, you know, it was a mess up in the, in the first window of qualifying and, and we moved on. You know, I think he showed how valuable he was after that in qualifying, how, how dedicated he was to the team. And, and, you know, we're not the type of staff to just cast players aside with one mistake. That's not our style. You know, we work with the players. We, we give them opportunities. We have clear, you know, values that we represent as a group and, and players are, are in line with that. They're aligned with that. But we also understand that people are going to make mistakes. But Weston, you know, he's coming back from his injury. I had a video. I got a video yesterday of him walking um, without without a boot. He's making good progress and we absolutely need him. When he's at his top, when he's at the top of his game, we're a much better team. Why? What does he do specifically so if you can think about just an engine, you know, the engine of your car, when he's on, when he's on the field, we're, we go to 500 horsepower. I mean, he's powerful. He's, he's, he's one of those examples. You know, when you hear Americans talk about, oh, if we had an NFL guys playing soccer or if we had NBA guys, he's right. one of those guys. Yeah, that's how elite of an athlete he is. I mean, we're at the Cleveland Browns training facility. He's throwing a football you know, 60 yards running the opposite direction. He's kicking 60 yard field goals. He's, you know, like he can do everything. He, he's an absolute elite level athlete. Um, in qualifying, I felt that in home matches or when we took a lead, we play with a great deal of confidence, but you have to persevere when you trail or you're away from a more friendly environment. Um, I didn't always feel that in qualifying. And part of that, to me, it's like the NBA. Young teams do not win playoff series. They don't. The crowd has an effect. You get these older guys that have been around the league forever. Kevin Durant's going to drop 30 if he, wherever he plays. But it's a young team. Um, how concerned are you? And maybe I'm misguided here. But I did feel like getting that next level, Greg, is, oh, we're down. We're struggling. 
This is choppy. Uh, I got to make a substitution. Um, we're tight. I felt at times in qualifying, they when it was uncomfortable, they didn't quite have the push or the fight. Am I misguided? Do you sense that at all? Well, you know, that's a tough one. I mean, the record speaks for itself. We had 19 points at home and six points on the road, right? So it's hard for me to defend, you know, our, the team in that respect. But what I would say is when push came to shove in our last window, you know, we had to go down to Azteca and we had to play in an extremely hostile environment at, at altitude. And, you know, we, we're the third team ever to take a point, um, U.S. team to take a point off Mexico. So what I'd say is that, you know, and we had chances to win the game. I don't know if you saw that game, but we had a number of chances to oh, yeah. win that game. So I, I agree with you at times we, we should have been better on the road. And, and there's always circumstances that I can give. You know, it sounds like excuses and it, it probably is in some, some regard. But what I'd say is that the group got to a good point where when we, when we needed a result, we got, we got the result we needed and we did it, um, you know, our way. Yeah, listen, it's cyclical. I feel you have surpassed Mexico over the last 18 months. I feel Canada is surging. I feel you are surging now. You know, it's we saw this with Germany. They got old fast. Uh, we've seen this with England. Um, what can you do, Greg? So you, you qualify. You feel good. You cross your fingers on health. Can the team get better from today until the World Cup? How do you tweak it going forward? Yeah, absolutely. We have six more games before the World Cup. Um, you know, four of them are going to be against opponents that we picked specifically um, because of the World Cup that we could meet style of play similar yeah. to what we're going to see in the World Cup. Um, but it's just time together. Again, the more. So if you think about between now and the World Cup, there, there's about eight months left. And so we have young players who are going to develop in those eight months, right? They're at their clubs. They're going to keep improving in those eight months. And we're going to be together for six games. And that's going to make an impact as well. But, you know, I, I think we're always, as a staff, we're always looking to improve. We're always looking to get better. We analyze our game and, and say, okay, what, what can we get? What can we improve on? And so we're doing that right now. And, and we're going to implement it in June and then again in September. You know, Greg, you 20 years ago, um, you played on the national team, made the deepest run in, in, in the quarterfinals. And you lost, if I recall, to a German team that ended up in the finals. Am I right on that? Yep. Okay. Take me to that team. Give me an experience with that team that this current roster is capable of matching. A secret sauce with that team beyond just skill that there was something there in the room that you think you're trying to, by the way, create and give to this team. Yeah, no. So I, I, I have it right off the bat because I, I thought a lot about it. And the 2002 team loved each other. They enjoyed being around each other. We, right. we cherished every single moment we had in camp together. And this team is no different. That's the parallel that right away. Like this team is so close together. It's crazy. And, and that's what, you know, that's how you overachieve, right? I mean, time in the, you're in sports world, time and time again, you see stories of teams that they're super close as a group and they, and they achieve great things together. So when you add the level of skill we have, even though we're young and you add the togetherness um, of the group, I think we can do good things at the World Cup. 
Greg, there, there is a balance of having a star player and then being overly reliant on a Messi or Ronaldo. Um, and one of the problems of that is your opponents can identify that. I noticed Panama got very chippy with Pulisic. You smartly, I mean, I literally tweeted it. Get him out of the game. Boom, you pulled him out. So you saw the same thing. How do you create a synergy on the team where you need and can rely on Christian in big moments, but are not overly dependent on him? Because it's very clear to me over the last since you took this team over, uh, he's a target. People are coming after him physically. Yep. And and part of that has to do with his skill set and how he's most effective. You know, a lot of times he likes the ball to feet. He likes to dribble the ball. So by nature, you have the ball longer and by nature, you can be fouled easier. Um, but with him in particular, it's just us understanding the team, the team, the coaches and his teammates understanding what makes him special and then utilizing him in, in that way. He's very good at arriving in the penalty box. He's very good at scoring goals when he does. Yeah. And that's what we need to focus on. And, and I think, and then him understanding that he does, there's no extra pressure on him to do more. He just needs to be himself because that's good enough for us. And I think once he comes that, to that realization um, and then his teammates know how to utilize him in the best possible way, he's, he's going he's gonna to shine for us. Greg, every great team has a glue guy. Baseball, football, it doesn't matter. That 2002 team, you may have been a glue guy. If I said to you in your locker room, who gets no press? Who do we not discuss? Um, he, this person may not score a lot of goals, but there is an uh, there is a quality about this player that is so vital to you as a coach. Yeah, I mean, we talk about that all the time um, with the group. But a Anthony Robinson is definitely a glue guy. Um, you know, he has this way to relate to people that just, you know, he endears them. Um, Christian Roldan is another guy who just brings everyone together, brings everyone around him. He's, he's great at that. And, um, and overall, what I'd say is the, the group gets along really well together. And, and so you have, you know, a mix of the glue guys, and then you have these, the stars with not big egos and it, it makes for a really good atmosphere and, and, a, and a, a competitive, but fun group to be around. Uh, you know, soccer fans uh, are going to pick apart my interview. So I'm going to be a real novice here. But I was an LAFC season ticket holder. Walker Zimmerman was on the team. Yeah. And I was watching a, a, a couple of matches and I turned to a friend and I said, they have to figure out a way to get him on the World Cup team. I said, his size is unique. He is you. If you look at many of the really good, uh, high quality German, Germany often has size. Yeah. And I said, I feel like he's just a different body type for us. So as I say that again, as somebody who loves the sport, but is far and away, uh, I feel like an outsider to the sport. Did that did, did that constitute any um, importance to you that he just is a different type of athlete for you? You know what it came down to was um, his domination in duels. So when there's loose balls, when there's balls in the air, when there's challenges, you know, he's winning them convincingly. And what it does is it gives the team this freedom to play higher up the field and be really aggressive moving forward because, you know, anything that comes out, he's going to win the ball and, and win the ball cleanly. 
And that's really important for center defenders. And Miles Robinson does that really well. Chris Richards does that really well. And the guys that we have gone to late, there are center defenders that we've gone to have had those qualities. And Walker certainly embodies that. Not only that, but I think he's a, he's a very good leader. You know, he's a guy that people get behind and people, you know, he can inspire people with his performances. During qualifying, you can still experiment, although there's an urgency to win. Uh, do you feel like you're past the experimental stage or will you take these next six matches and tweak and keep tweaking up to the World Cup and perhaps in the World Cup? I think leading up to the World Cup is time is a time where we can look at alternate formations. We can look at all, all, alternate personnel, how they're fitting together, because you want to have variation going into the World Cup. Um, you know, you, you never know what happens. You, you know, the story I'll give you is, you know, with with Bruce in 2002, that was the team that went the furthest of any team in the modern day. And in the in the second round game, we completely changed formations then we've done something that we hadn't done before. And, um, you know, we were able to execute it. And then we did the same thing in the Germany game. But the point being is that you want to have this stuff rehearsed, that when you go into the World Cup, when you need to vary your game plan, um, you know, the guys know what to do. Greg, finally, if I said to you, the United States men team is at its very best on the field when blank. I think when we're aggressive, when we're when we're running behind the opponent, when we're on the front foot, I think those are the things like when I look at all our games that we're really strong in, you know, that those are qualities that that we have. We need to be we're a team that needs to be aggressive attacking. We need to we need to get behind opponents. We need to threaten the opponents at all time. I think that's a that's a quality that we need to have. Do you have the confidence level now with this young team that you could play that attacking style against top four or five World Cup teams. It's that's a good question. That uh, that's a good question. You can get burned very quick. Yeah. No, I think we. You know, I, it's something where you know we we you need. I think in any type of top level international soccer, you need to be balanced. There needs to be tra- like you need to control the transition moments, right? When you lose the ball, you need to be able to control, right? And when you win the ball, you need to be able to to control that moment that you can you can attack right away. So that's really important in international soccer. And and for us, we're you know it's still something we're we're getting better in. We're improving. In. Um, but you know, the top four in soccer is a high level um, for sure. But on any given day, that's why you play the game because you can, you know, they need to show up and, and we need to show up. What a pleasure, Greg. Thank you so much for time. I love this. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's great talking to you. Greg Berhalter. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the volume podcast network. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.